It's finally spring and students are taking their final exams, including students who want to be barbers. In order to graduate and receive a license, master barber students first need to pass the New York State Board exam. To practice, they're partnering up with willing groups of hair models, refugees, ha refugees house at city shelters. Giuseppe Macias has more. In the lobby of the Wyndham Hotel in Astoria, SUNY students have set up a makeshift barber shop. Small tables are set up with black and purple combs, there are spray bottles, hair products, and shavers plugged into extension cords that run along the floor. They've been giving free haircuts for the past two weeks in order to prepare for their finals. And like many of the students, Letitia Parsons is nervous. It's so bad to the point where I'm dreaming about doing state board in my dreams. <laughs> like the other day I was having a dream about me cutting hair and the only thing I kept hearing him say in my head was, if you don't have a comb in your hand, you are not cutting hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been keeping that in my mind. <laughs> Parsons is 42 and is a Brooklyn native. She travels over an hour to get to school. She says the commute takes a while, but she's grateful for the experience because she is trying to break into what she says is a male-dominated industry. I have two strikes against me because I'm trans and I'm a woman, so it's like, and you're yes, and the guys will be like, oh, she don't know what she's doing, or, you know, she don't know how to cut, and I want to prove them wrong. In order to do that, she needs real-life practice. Two chairs away from Letitia, a man sits down in one of the chairs. Christy, another barber student here to practice, begins to shave off the man's short, dark hair. He looks relaxed, eyes closed. His name is Fernando. Christy translates for me. Will you ask Fernando how he feels after his fresh cut? He feels better. Basically, it's a clean cut. He feels fresh. Fernando and his family, his wife and two sons, have been at the hotel for a month now after coming from Colombia. He just had a job interview in Brooklyn. Uh, he's a chef, ¿verdad? Un cocinero y que te 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 dio un como un día de trato. Sí, sí, sí. Yeah, he um he actually cooked. I think he cooked for like 100 people, 100 personas, ¿la? Yeah, he did that so he's actually going to get this job. New jobs are also on the students' minds. When they take their state board, they'll have one hour to set up, give a haircut, a shave, a facial, and clean up. So they need to learn their techniques, like how to cut fades and properly use the different settings on clippers. Christy says after graduation, she wants to open her own barber shop. Their instructor, Ali Marojefor, is there with them to supervise. He wants their work to come out as good as possible. So that's how that helps the refugee, because it's like, oh, now I look good, so now I can kind of now I can move. At least that's one aspect of my life that I don't have to worry about. When he's not teaching, OJ4 is a full-time barber at a shop in Times Square. He says that he and the students often go to homeless shelters as well to get that one-on-one -on -one client experience. Practice on human heads isn't required for the exam, but he says it's essential for the students' growth as barbers. Sitting on a small couch nearby is 19-year-old Carmen Rawlinson. He says that since this hotel is reserved for families with children, he's had to cut a lot of kids' hair, which was really challenging. I felt a little under pressure, but, um, you know, to each their own, some people don't, don't get that when cutting children, but I don't know, I just feel like I don't want to, like, mess up or hurt a, a child, you know? It's hard to cut kids' yeah. hair, right? Yeah, it's very hard. Did they sit still for you? No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> 
Carmen says he hasn't had any clients this morning, but last week everyone seemed to like their haircuts, even the little kids who squirmed. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm actually interested in seeing um, the other people that we might possibly be serving today at another location. So I'm not entirely too sure yet, but wherever it is, we're going to do our job. We're going to show up and we're going to succeed. The students have another four weeks to study and practice, challenges and all. Izapa Macias, Columbia Radio News.